How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. You only want what's best for your baby. And so does BJ's. BJ's offers a variety of baby products that will take you from playtime to bath time to bedtime and beyond. Shop now through September 24th at BJ's for $3 off Johnson's, Aveeno, or Desitin baby products. Only the best will do when it comes to caring for your little ones and for parents, too. Give your baby that special care and save big at BJ's. Welcome to The Approach Shot, the golf show that's more laughs than links, more stories than strokes, more guffaws than golfers. Here are the hosts of The Approach Shot, John Ashton and Neil Michaels. Hey, it is time for us, The Approach Shot, the highly touted. <laughs> are we touted? <laughs> Legends in our own mind. There you go. Got to be somewhere. Neil the Man T. Michaels. Well, it was, the, you know, I had typed in Neil the Man and I was just like, you know, let's do something a little different. So now I'm a manatee. Okay, manatee. <laughs> that's one of them overweight white fish in Florida, isn't it? You described me to a T, to, <laughs> to a manatee, in fact. Except for the Florida part. <laughs> a little too white and a little too much time in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> we have a guest today that I can't get this picture out of my head. He, he calls hmm. himself the cowboy cook. Yeah. So I picture this guy in chaps, bandana, 10 gallon hat, gun belt with spatulas. Describe the village people right there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I thought and and by the way, while you're picturing him, please put some clothes under those chaps. I noticed you didn't say <laughs> pants. So uh, well, uh, the cowboy cook, man, he can play golf and barbecue simultaneously. I've never heard him say that. I, once again, I think this is something in your mind. Are you envisioning maybe he drives the ball and then turns around and flips a burger and, and everything's good? He's got a little grill in the back of the cart. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jeff Tracy is his name, and he's on uh, he's on television in Portland, Oregon. He's on television in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and he's on the radio in about uh, 20 cities, including Chicago and Portland and Seattle. And he's a absolute gas. He's, he's a lot of fun. Speaking of places that uh, people are on the air, it has been told on this show yes. that you spent some time in Boston. I don't know if anybody picked up on that. In the, in the 40 plus shows that we've done, you've only mentioned it in like 38 of them. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, apparently the the Red Sox um, mm-hmm. played a game mm-hmm. this past week they did. against uh, another team. What was that team's name? The Skankies. The Yankees. And they, those, they, they like each other. I mean, they're, they're happy with each other. Yeah. Yeah. And Bucky bleep, Dent was in <laughs> at Fenway Park. <laughs> Did it, wasn't it uh when we when we were talking uh, a while ago with Brett Boone mm-hmm. didn't he say that that's still to this day out there bucky freaking dent yeah that's his nickname man okay all right <laughs> at least when he comes to boston <laughs> all right there you go so so what happened this week john what happened between the red sox and the yankees this week john <laughs> well it seems that the yankees went home and started making tea times Oh, <laughs> uh, how happy on a scale of one to ten? How happy were you? About a twenty-three. There you go. <laughs> you know, it would have been a ten had they just won the game. It's a twenty-three. The extra thirteen is because they won the game by beating the Yankees. Yeah, and and it really, honestly, wasn't all that close. Stanley you know, hit that home run in the ninth that made the score look closer than it actually was. Yeah, it should have been a shutout, six to one. I mean, you know the arrogance of the Yankees was on display in the first inning when I think it was Stanton again, who, who hit the ball and it almost cleared the green yeah. Yep. but he thought it was out there and he was doing a home one home run trot. Yeah. <laughs> and the ball bounced off the wall. He got a single out of it. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. 
I do have to tell you that growing up in Baltimore, we hated the Yankees as well. Maybe not as much as you guys did, but it was right up there. My favorite part of the entire game was when Stanton came up in, I think it was the sixth inning, and hit that laser off the wall. The outfielder turned around and threw it in to to Bogarts, who threw a strike to the catcher. And the fact that it was Aaron Judge that got tagged out by a mile, it just made me as happy as I could possibly be. So Not for a day, I was a Red Sox fan there with you. When, when I went to the University of Maryland, we thought we started this way back when. But um, I, I tend to sit at the end of a game like that and go, na, 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 na. Hey, 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 bye, Yankees. <laughs> I did like the interview, though, because Bucky Dent was in the stands at Fenway. Yes, Park. he was. The guy interviewing him asked him how his how how the fans had received him, and he said in a low voice, they don't know I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyhow, so I'm happy. Red Sox now move on to us uh, to start the uh, American League Division playoffs with the uh, Tampa Bay Rays. Rays. And that will be a very, very interesting series. The Rays are a very, very good team. It's it's it does interest me. The, the American League East is very good between the, the Yankees, the Red Sox, uh, of course, Tampa, who won 100 games and Toronto. And then, of course, the <laughs> Orioles. It, it's interesting, though, that nobody seems to hate Tampa. Not yet. Not yet. It's kind of in the baseball world. It's kind of a, you know, check. They're going to the World Series. One friend of mine who is a Yankee fan, and I was trying not to rub it in too badly. I mean, rubbing it in was I was going to do that, but just the too badly part is what I was worried about. But he said, hey, just look historically, how many accolades, how many World Series, how many championships do the Yankees have? And I just said, hey, could we talk this century? Nice. <laughs> nice. That's a whole different ball game. Pardon the pun. Yeah. Um, I also want to mention quickly living in San Diego that the Dodgers won. Yay. OK, goodbye. <laughs> The Dodgers and the Yankees have the same place in my heart, which is in the dark gray corner. What I don't understand is how do the Dodgers, who got in as a wild card team, top the odds charts in Vegas to win the World Series? Uh, because they're probably the most dangerous team. They have the best pitching by far. If I'm a San Francisco Giants fan and my brother is, even though the Giants won the division and had the better record, if I was a Giants fan, I'd be very worried about the series with them. Why don't we give you something to uh, to assuage your worry, let you think about something else? Like, like something to sink my teeth into? Yeah, like sinking your teeth into a good game of golf and a great steak on the barbecue. Cowboy, Cowboy Cook. Cook. <laughs> Jeff Tracy is our guest today, and he's up next. Hey, it's Neil, and with cooler weather here, you may be playing even more golf. So it's even more important to keep properly hydrated since you don't sweat as much in cooler weather. Here's what I do. I mix one stick of liquid IV in some water and I hydrate faster and more efficiently than drinking water alone. In fact, mixing liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates your body the same as if you were drinking 48 ounces. And who wants to drink 48 ounces of water? Not only that, but liquid IV tastes great with flavors like strawberry, lemon, lime, and my favorite, watermelon. Try incorporating liquid IV in your daily routine, like first thing in the morning or before a workout. It makes for a great hangover cure, too. Just saying, John. Grab some liquid IV in choice of flavors nationwide at Walmart or get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code APPROACH at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order and start getting better hydration today at liquidiv.com. But you have to use the promo code APPROACH to get the 25% off. Liquidiv.com. Make your water work harder. And it is us. We're back. We told you that. The approach shot. I'm John Ashton. He is Neil Michaels. Um, Jeff Tracy. Okay. First off, hello, sir. And Hi. I'm going to let you know that, that you're probably going to be hungry by the time the show's over. <laughs> Hope you had a snack before we started. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. You know, John, about three or four weeks ago, we had Keel Christensen on, and we talked a lot, you and I, off the air and some on the air about the fact that he had the jobs that we wanted. Mm -hmm. Jeff has 
all of the jobs that we want and all of the hobbies we want. <laughs> Jeff is the cowboy cook. You can find him at thecowboycook.com. And if you happen to be living in the Portland, Oregon area, you can hear him on the air on uh, 102.9 The Game, on Sports 750, on Freedom 970. And he has a show there called Barbecue Nation. And he's also got a show called Grilling at the Green on 104.1 The Fish. But if you want, but if you didn't write all that stuff down and you don't live in Portland, then just go to thecowboycook.com and you'll find all of that. Jeff cooks barbecues and plays a lot of golf. We hate you. <laughs> you know, well, first of all, thanks for having me. And secondly, I was talking to my producer yesterday. And I said I was doing a show with you guys. And I said, yeah, they want to talk about ball, uh, golf and barbecue. And he said, you're the guy. <laughs> you're the only guy that's got that job that we know of. So it, it's all good. It's all good. It's a very fun niche to be able to talk about that. And I know there, there are some people, we have a lot of listeners in, in the Dallas area, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, who are saying the man claims to be the cowboy cook but he lives in portland oregon come on dude you got to come down to texas i've been to texas so many times i i you know lost all the airplane tickets <laughs> um, i i'll tell you the backstory on that i grew up on a horse ranch and we were we were showing horses and i did that for a living for quite a few years when i got out of school too when i got out of college and um but the way I started cooking was uh, there was a guy on TV called Graham Kerr, the Galloping Gourmet. Okay? Sure. And he's a good friend of mine. We became friends later in life. I was a kid when I started watching his TV show. My, we had an aunt, my father's sister, her husband passed away. She was living with us at the time. I would come home from school and before I went out and did my chores in the barn, we would watch the Galloping Gourmet. And if she, and I thought it was something that I could try to cook. I was 12, all right? Wow. Uh, she would write down the recipe. We didn't have internet and anything in those days. She'd write it down. The next day when I got home from school, the ingredients would be there and the instructions. And most of them were really poor. <laughs> they, were, they were just disasters. But that's how I kind, of, I kind of got inspired to do that. And then, of course, I grew up, like I said, on a farm, and we had very good... My mom was a great cook. All my aunts were great cooks, and so I always enjoyed it. When I started showing horses later uh, professionally, when we'd come home from long road trips, I would have a barbecue or a dinner on Monday or Tuesday for the people that worked with me, and it was our way of kind of relaxing, and that did that. So um, I know in Texas, you know, you guys can shoot straighter, jump higher, and all that stuff, but... I've been doing this for a long, long time, and I've been cooking on television for 22 years now, I guess. And uh, so I'll stick with the handle. I grew up on a ranch. So there you go. Well, if you'd like a, to all, let's do a, a quick course of It's a Small World After All. I went to Temple University School of Communications and Theater, uh, was a radio, television, film major in the honors program, and Dr. Alex Toogood was the guy who led the honors program and he was Graham Kerr's original producer. Yep. 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 And uh, Graham lives above, above Seattle. Now I talk to him oh, every other month or a month or so. And uh, he's still going, he's not doing really a lot of media these days, but mm -hmm. he's still full of beans and ready to, ready to roll. Does he still do everything with a glass of wine in his hand? I kind of, well, he kind of got away from that. And I think now Graham's, what, 81 years old now or something, 82 years old, he, he'll still have a glass of wine, but yeah. not to the extent he did back then. He's okay, actually, well, he told me a couple of times he couldn't really remember a couple of the shows he did. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was with the good stuff. That was with the good stuff. All right, Jeff, here we go. This is, this is the most important question at all aimed at the barbecue dude. Uh, sure. Beef or pork? Oh, wow. Uh, well, beef for me okay uh, um i mean i love doing ribs and pulled pork and all that stuff but to me there's nothing better than uh, a good steak or a good tri-tip or a good brisket okay um, i hold them all in equal high regard so 
Um, and, you know, I've got chicken in that refrigerator 10 feet from me to cook tonight on the grill. But, <laughs> you know, it's it's uh, it's a good thing. I like beef. Yeah. Yes, Surprising I mean, that you would be grilling tonight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Perish the thought. I mean, you know. Uh, so yeah. Tell, I, tell us how yeah. grilling at the green started, because, you know, we John likes to lecture me as, as we talk to people. He says, hey, this is a golf podcast. We have to talk about golf. Yeah. So tell me how grilling at the green happened. Um, I just got this idea. I've got a friend of mine that uh, works with me on these projects, Steve DiPaolo. We went to college together. And Steve is a professional photographer, and he's been shooting professional golf tournaments and amateur tournaments for a long, long time. And um, we did a little cookbook together way back in the 2000. Eight or nine, and I said, you know, I think we should do a golf show, um, and cook in the golf show. And we started it for television, and we really couldn't get it sold. So <clears throat> we went back to uh, what I've done for a long time, which is radio, and I just started it on radio. And uh, you know, like you guys, I've got to interview a lot of great guests, um, a lot of fun talking to those folks. But it always, we always throw a little cooking into it, too, a little lifestyle-type stuff. So it, it started, and um, when I did my show, Barbecue Nation, which is syndicated, by the way, um, when they asked me to take that show over, I said, I'll do it, but I want you to clear the golf show for me. And, they, and Alpha Media, who I was working with at the time, said, sure. And so that's how it started. Interesting. And, and uh, shout out to, to the guys at Alpha Media because they're friends of mine as well. I went. That's actually the reason I went to Portland was to hang out with the, the guys at, at Alpha Media, and they are terrific. How many stations is uh, is Barbecue Nation on? Uh, somewhere between 20 and 30 at this point. Very nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're looking at some more options. We get hit with, uh, like you guys do, I'm sure you get hit with people call you and say, hey, we can we can do this for you or we can do that for you. We're with the uh, Sun uh, Broadcast Group now, now, now called G, but uh, we're looking at some other options of expanding the show at this time. So I will, I will tell you, in case anybody's really into barbecue, Leanne Whippen, who's been on the Food Channel um, and stuff and some of the throwdowns with Bobby Flay, she's gonna start as my co-host here in about six weeks. Oh, cool. Oh, great. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. So that's a lot of fun. Leanne's full of full of energy and life and uh, we get along really well. So we're going to bring her on the show. We um, used to do, I was doing morning show in Louisville, Kentucky, and we used to broadcast live from the uh, backside of Churchill Downs during Derby week. Sure. And, and Bobby Flay came in one time as a guest of one of the TV stations. Actually, he was a guest of Brown form of the distillery company. And at seven o'clock in the morning, he whipped up something. Uh, yeah glazed in bourbon <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but i mean barbecue is it's it's not just throwing a piece of meat on a grill and walking away knowing when to turn it over i mean this, this is some some in-depth uh cooking you got going on here it is you know our tagline for the show is turn it don't burn it mm -hmm. so, um I think when we all grew up, you know, barbecue was mom and dad on the on the back porch or the patio or whatever you had. And they maybe had, if they were really advanced, a Weber kettle or, uh, you know, some of the gas grills we had back in those days, which weren't very good. Mm -hmm. And they, I mean, my folks always burnt the hell out of the chicken, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was just, we had this old rotisserie thing. And people have heard me tell the story on my on my radio show, but they go, pook. Eh, like that. So there was one side of the chicken that was very black and the other side that was about half raw uh, like that. And so the, the science, the actual science of grilling and smoking and, and barbecue um, has really come a long ways. There's been a lot of people that have, uh, my, my friend Meathead Coldwin at uh, Amazing Ribs has written a book about that. And it's the science behind the grilling and the molecular breakdown and all that. So most people don't want to get off in the weeds and that stuff, but it's come so far that we know, you know, what the internal temperature should be, whether we do indirect or direct heat, you know, all these different types of, 
of things that we do um, makes it fun, actually, and interesting. And like you said, John, you can't just, you know, throw something on there unless it's a low and slow process, like you're cooking brisket or ribs and it's got a set temperature and you can kind of walk away for a while. Right. But if you're cooking a dinner, uh, you know, beef or pork or doesn't matter what it is, you can't just, you know, throw something on there and then go down to the bar and knock back four or five and then come home and hope and hope it's going to turn out okay for you. Not, it's not a it's not a crock pot. No, it's not a crock pot. <laughs> it works. It works pretty good. So, well, we and have. Interesting, uh, I'm sorry. And interestingly, on your on your website, you have recipes for everything from beef and and pork and poultry that you would expect, but also salads and side dishes and soups and chilies it's it's not just about you know as you said john throwing something on the grill yeah. it is about full-on cooking anything that people would eat yeah yeah and i actually do cook with a roof over my head once in a while so in the you know in the kitchen with a with a gas top or something you know it, it's yeah. um and I've got another site too that you probably didn't find, which is called Barbecue Nation JT. It's bbqnationjt.com. And and that's uh, got some other bar. I, I don't know how many websites we've got. Too many, I think. But <laughs> it's, on there. it's on there. Well, as, as Neil mentioned earlier, we've got listeners in, in, the, uh, in Texas, Houston, Dallas area, all around there on the West Coast, the East Coast, Memphis. We've got a lot of, lot of listeners in Memphis. So oh, sure. when we. When we come back, a couple questions you can think about. Sauce or dry rub, beef ribs or pork ribs, what's the difference? How do you cook ribs to make them fall off the bone no matter what meat it is? All of that when we come right back. We are the Approach Shop. Don't you move. Is there anything better than sweating out a win in the fourth quarter and coming away with cash in your pocket? Well, at my bookie, there is. Make your first deposit and receive double your money before ever placing a bet with my bookie. That's a dollar-for-dollar match on whatever you throw down, up to a 1000 bucks. And you can use that extra scratch to get in on all the biggest games of the week, including tonight's matchup between the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, with two of the most explosive offenses in the NFL going toe-to-toe, you know the over is going to be a great bet. And as if you needed another reason to head to mybookie.ag to celebrate the start of the MLB playoffs, mybookie is hosting a $20,000 black jack tournament that is absolutely free to enter winning season is here so get in the game and get to mybookie.ag now that's mybookie.ag not .com not .net use the promo code golfguys to get your double deposit bonus that's promo code golfguys with no spaces and you can double your funds to double your winning bet anything anytime anywhere with mybookie tired of paying outrageous prices for viagra well we have great news now you can finally get viagra at huge Discounts. Generic Sildenafil allows you to save up to $650 on Viagra. Why pay name brand prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get the same results for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 50 generic Sildenafil pills for just $99. Call 800-590-0443. That's 800-590-0443. Again, 800-590-0443. <laughs> And we are back with the approach shot. I'm John Ashton. He is Neil Michaels. The rumblings you hear are our stomachs because our guest, Jeff Tracy, is uh, enticing us with uh, with barbecue that we can see, almost smell, but can't touch or eat. Who the hell thought this would be a good idea to do this recording at lunchtime? I believe it was you. <laughs> well, don't let me make this schedule anymore. This is stupid. <laughs> Jeff Tracy, the cowboy cook, and uh, a lot of other titles he goes by. But, you know, do you prefer dry rub or, or wet sauce? Uh, do you marinate the meat? What What's the uh, perfect setup to make great barbecue in? Well, everybody, uh, uh, John, everybody has their, their druthers, if you will. For right. me, I like using dry rubs, and then if I am going to use a sauce, I use it as a very light glaze right at the end. Okay. A lot of times, I will serve it on the side, so our, you know, somebody's over for dinner or something, they can, they can use it if they want to. They don't have to, you know, like that. Um, but I'm not a big marinating guy because of the fact that marinades really don't permeate into the meat. They kind of get on the surface. 
especially if you're going to do something that has a skin or a membrane on it. It kind of sits on the surface there. It, it won't go into the meat. The only thing that goes into the meat, actually, here's the science behind it, is salt. Salt, there's only two molecules. That will go into the tissue. The other stuff won't go in unless, you know, but people can inject it and do that, and that's fine if they want to do that. I have no problem with that. But the, the science behind it is salt is the only thing that really gets in there. Cool. So that's why I kind of prefer dry rubs. And like I said, if I'm going to use a sauce, I just use it as very lightly as a glaze. No, that's another thing I learned as a kid when I was telling you about that goofy barbecue my parents had. Right. Because 20 minutes in, my mom was slathering sauce on those chickens. Yeah. And, you know, and all the sugar burns off. Right. You know, and it just turns black and charcoaly and nasty. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so I hope that answers your question. But it does. Uh, it yeah. does indeed. Yeah. I had a, a really interesting um, thing happen to me when I lived in Atlanta. We were going to a Falcons game, and everybody was prepping, you know, tailgating ahead of time. Sure. And we were doing what traditional, uneducated barbecuers do. We would take a hibachi or we would take a barbecue, and you throw the burgers on, you throw the hot dogs on, you throw the chicken on, and it was fine. turned out fine. And sure. this guy comes over to me. He's got hair down to his shoulders and a long, stringy beard, and he goes – you guys barbecuing which of course was a stupid question but yes we're barbecuing he goes how's the flavor and we said pretty good and he goes you think any of that sauce or anything is going into the meat and we said well we hope so and he goes it's not yeah and for the same reason you just said he said think about the science for a minute the flame is on the bottom and cooks up so if you're putting the glaze on the top it's just sitting there he said what you do is poke holes in the meat chicken and beef especially and then turn it over and put a if you're going to put any glaze on it put it on the bottom because then the flame cooks it into the meat and our heads just went because it's just the simplest thought and then the guy with the stringy hair and the long beard then told us that he was the sous chef at the four seasons and i was like oh. <laughs> you might know something yeah. yeah and that's really why Neil, we've come up, it's, it's nothing new, but direct and indirect heat, if you will. Because once you close the lid on a barbecue, it basically becomes a convection oven. Mm -hmm. Okay, you think about that and the airflow and even with the pellet smokers, which originated not far from where I live. But, you know, that's all heat and then a fan that blows it across the, the cooker, like a Traeger or something like that. Mm -hmm. So you, when you think of it in that, in that way, it becomes... A convection oven all right so when you've got a convection oven but you've got direct and indirect heat underneath it for me it's better to cook on the indirect side and some people will say you've got to sear your meat first and that locks the juices in sorta you know sorta they it, it the, it's really what you want to do is try to keep the meat moist internally but you don't want to um put too big of a bark on it as we call it you know like that so i i will tend to cook it even my steaks i'll put them on the indirect side for a few minutes and then i finish them kind of searing it and they call it reverse searing i don't know who the hell came up with that term because we've been doing it that way for years and years and years but it's fine you know and then you do it that way so you do on indirect side Turn them over, cook it. There's no rules that say you can't turn the piece of meat over, whatever it is, more than once. People are really fascinated with the grill marks and all that. That's kind of a marketing thing for, like, your sous chef for the Four Seasons. You know, they like really pretty designs on it. And I get that. But it's not going to affect the flavor. It's not going to affect the tenderness of the steak. It, it's just for looks, really. So, you know, you... Put it on the indirect side and finish it off on the direct side. Or you can do it the other way if you want. Just don't overcook it is the main thing. So John asked you a minute ago, what's the secret to perfect barbecued ribs where they fall off the bone? And I'm really interested in that. So my question is, do you really want them to fall off the bone completely? Let me throw that back on you. Because if you do, you can just boil them and the, rib, the meat will eventually fall off the bone. You want a little bit, you want them to come clean off the bone. Yeah. Okay? But yeah. you don't want them just to fall off the bone. 
So that's kind of a misnomer. I'm, uh, you know, I don't want to lecture anybody, but no, that's a marketing term too. You're right. Fall yeah. off the bone is, is oh, so yeah. That it, yeah. Yeah. So, um, the best way to do it too, if for me is you can do, uh, you can do kind of the low and slow approach, which isn't actually that low as far as temperature. You know, I cook my ribs at about 215, 220 degrees. All right. Mm -hmm. And I, and I do that. And then I will crank it up a little bit at the end. If I want to put a nice, again, little crispy bark on it. If I don't, that's fine. There's, you can wrap them. They, for your fans in Texas, that's called the Texas crutch. They will wrap meat in uh, this special butcher paper that we have it and it will um, seal in the, the moisture, but you don't want to do that too soon because then you're kind of actually steaming them. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, um, but I don't, I don't do that a lot because usually I don't have time to mess with it too much like that. So I just cook them like that. And uh, you know, you can pull the membrane off the back. Some people actually have problems getting that membrane out the back of like pork ribs. Okay. Another little simple solution. It's not quite as good, but just take your paring knife and score down the bone on the backside, the bony side. All right. Mm -hmm. Score right through the membrane, right down the bone. So when they're done, that membrane isn't uh, really, you know, holding them tight like that. It will mm -hmm. if cook it. It's going to expand. It's going to loosen up a little bit then you can do it that way. The best way, though, is to pull that membrane off. And I guess maybe you guys being on the West Coast and, and you especially being in the Northwest, uh, Jeff, it seems that, that salmon is becoming more and more popular as a barbecue. Uh, yeah. I, do, you, do, you, do, you, do you do different stuff for fish or, or how does that work? Because I love, I love my uh, bourbon barbecue glazed salmon. Oh yeah, who wouldn't? Who yeah. wouldn't? I I do a lot of stuff with fish, and I'll and I'll tell you the truth because I'm I've got an advantage over most most people. I have more than one grill. I have one grill that I only cook fish on okay. because I, I don't like to. I'm, I'm lazy and I don't like to get out and scrub those grates and stuff all the time like that. <laughs> you know, so I kind of keep one. And I've got an old smoker that I only like if I'm going to smoke salmon. I use that. Uh, I don't put it on the other ones. It, it, it's just a thing with me. You know, mm -hmm. it, it doesn't take much to clean a grill grate. But any type of salmon like that, you can you can leave the skin side down and do it. Keep cooking at a little lower temperature. Um, and, and if you've got some skills with it, you can take a spatula, um, a thin one, and slide it between the, the meat and the skin when you're done and lift the whole filet right off. Ooh, wow. Like, you can do that. And I season it with, you know, whatever you want to season it with. If it's just salt and pepper, if you want to do some garlic, if you want to put a little glaze on it at the end or some, uh, you know, you can put some capers and some um, like a honey. I have some honey concoctions that I use sometimes and, yeah. and do it that way. It works out really good. You're killing me, John. You're killing me. Yeah, <laughs> we had... We had Wild Alaskan as a, as a client that uh, spent some money with us on commercials. And my wife um, used the sockeye salmon and she cooked it six minutes, barbecued it six minutes on one side, six minutes on the other side, put a little rub on it and was done. Yep. Best salmon I've ever had in my yep. life. The Wild Alaskan salmon is, is amazing. So shout out to them for the great product. But cooked like that, it just has a little bit of a, of a crust. So you have mm -hmm. just a teeny bit of that. And, oh, my gosh. I, I, I need to go eat gents. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I asked because I still have a freezer full of uh, wild Alaskan salmon. That uh, Well, send it over here. I'll, I'll make sure. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, no. Thank you. I was just looking for a new way to cook it. Thank you for okay. Yeah, you How's your golf game? Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> not as good as your cooking, apparently. Not as good as my cooking lately. Um <laughs> I played a couple times last week, and that was fine. I actually think I played too much in one week, if you, if there can be such a thing. Because by about the fourth round, the fourth day in a row, I was I was really tired. A few years ago, I had to have some back surgery, uh, and not nobody really cares about this. But uh, uh, riding horses and stuff all those years, I damaged my back, my spine. So they rebuilt it. I'm like the six million dollar man. You know, <laughs> it got to the point where I was having difficulty walking, 
and they rebuilt it. Well, that's all well and good. I don't have any like sciatic pain or anything like that really anymore, except you can't rotate. You know, it's very difficult because those that titanium steel or whatever it is back there mm -hmm. doesn't flex very much. I can tell you that. Yeah. So once in a while when you're playing, it'll your back gets a little tired. But regardless of my health history there, um, we've, I've been having a good time this year. I play I play in a lot of charity events around. Right. I help kids, uh, my local high school, and then a couple other charity organizations. I help them with scholarship, raising money for scholarships. And I cool. do what is called put the full Jeffy on some of my sponsors, you know, <laughs> that, make them help out. And uh, those are always fun. Yeah. Those are always fun. So, and, and I, uh, I got some, uh, last year, I got some, uh, Ben Hogan golf was supporting my show and, uh, I got some clubs with them and they're, um, I learned to play with blades. And so I went back to play with, with blades from Hogan's. And uh, so I'm still still trying to get them dialed in, but uh, I like them. They're fun. I, I had a friend who told me, he said, I hit blades. I said, no, you don't. <laughs> Nobody can hit blades. Yeah. Oh, one out of four. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> one out of four. But they look really good in the bag. So oh, that's important. Yeah, they look sharp. I gotta, I gotta find out your technique because uh, I, I talked to Ben Hogan. They sent me a bag, really nice bag. No clubs were in it though. Yeah, <laughs> gonna have to, gonna have to fix that. Yeah, put, put the full Jesse on him. <laughs> uh, uh, Scott White and his crew over there are really good folks. So um, they, they've been really good to me. And uh, I had Scott on my show a couple times, and then finally I called him one day and I said, "Hey, you know, if you're gonna come on the show a lot." Maybe I should get some golf clubs. And he goes, "Yeah, we can do that." And so that's how that's that was my technique, John. So, Scott, what now? <laughs> <laughs> and what's that email address? Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about the interview you had with Charlie Daniels. I actually interviewed Charlie about six times. Wow. You know, in his life, and he and I kind of—I wouldn't say became friends, but he would always recognize me when he when he saw me. And uh, Charlie's best day, he's one of the interviews I did with him. I said, what would be your perfect day? And he said, uh, I would get up and uh, uh, ride. He had horses, too. And he, you know, he said, I'd go ride my horses. And he said, then I'd go play some golf and have lunch and then come back, take a nap, and then maybe go into the studio and work on some new songs. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we did that. I'll tell you one of the cool things Charlie did. Uh, years ago, I had the uh, uh, radio broadcast rights to the National Finals Rodeo. And uh, Charlie was doing a show there at, I, I don't remember which hotel, but we got to go backstage and see him and all this. And so he did the meet and greet line, as you guys were familiar with and all mm -hmm. that. And he was kind of sitting there at this desk all by himself. So I walked over and we were talking. I said, would you do me a favor? And he said, sure. I said, my daughter was very little then, and when I would drive her to school every morning when I was home, we would play The Devil Went Down to Georgia. And she loved that song. She still does. She's yeah. 30 years old now, and she still does. <clears throat> I said, would you call her? I'll, you know, I'll dial the number and stuff. So I called her, and uh, he, I said, her name's Mercedes. I said, Merce, hold on. Somebody wants to talk to you. And he said, hello, Mercedes. This is Charlie Daniels, and there was a pause. He goes, yeah, the devil that went down to Georgia guy, that's me. And so they talked for a couple minutes, and he just wanted to wish her a Merry Christmas and all that. And that, that was a real highlight for her, and it meant a lot to me, too. Yeah, for yeah. To take the time sure. yeah. So, yeah he is, he's one of the real people in, yeah. in, in the showbiz, man. He would he would do anything for anybody, man. He was such a nice guy. John, did you ever hear the story about when he fired his bus driver in the middle of Atlanta? No, <laughs> they were on tour, and he, the 
bus driver kept making mistakes or something. So Charlie fired him, kicked him off the bus, and Charlie drove the bus <laughs> to the next concert. That's a true story. <laughs> true story. Yeah. I hope he at least gave the guy Uber money to get home. <laughs> well, no. But, yeah, because I knew I met some of his crew and would hang out with them, and they said, oh, yeah, he did that. Yeah. He did that. He, he kicked him out and, and sent him packing, you know. So it was, it was good. Charlie said, I was – I was very fortunate to be able to interview a lot of those kind of people when I did my other shows. I did a lot of the actors like Ben Johnson and Harry Carey Jr., a lot of those Western cowboy guys, and then um, Roy Rogers. Roy Rogers actually sang Happy Trails to me All right. during the interview. So, yeah, I've had a really fun time in my career. It's been really good. Is that better than having David Lee Roth sing Happy Trails to you? <laughs> Probably, yeah. yeah. Although All I right. didn't start as a rock jock in L.A. when I was going to college, but David Lee Roth wasn't around in those days. So No, he was just a wee lad. He was a wee lad, yeah. Yes, indeed. And, you know, we have asked you many questions, Jeff, and um, the, we have six more. We have put them together, packaged them in a thing we call the six pack, and I see Neil's eyes are gleaming. This is going to be fun. We're going to be right back. Don't you move. Is there anything better than sweating out a win in the fourth quarter and coming away with cash in your pocket? Well, at my bookie, there is. Make your first deposit and receive double your money before ever placing a bet with my bookie. That's a dollar for dollar match on whatever you throw down up to a thousand bucks. And you can use that extra scratch to get in on all the biggest games of the week, including tonight's matchup between the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, with two of the most explosive offenses in the NFL going toe to toe, you know the over is going to be a great bet. And as if you needed another reason to head to mybookie.ag to celebrate the start of the MLB playoffs, mybookie is hosting a $20,000 blackjack tournament that is absolutely free to enter. Winning season is here, so get in the game and get to mybookie.ag now. That's mybookie.ag, not .com, not .net. Use the promo code GOLFGUYS to get your double deposit bonus. That's promo code GOLFGUYS with no spaces, and you can double your funds to double your winning. Bet anything, anytime anywhere with my bookie it is out back again the approach shot john action with neil michaels jeff tracy cowboy cook uh one of his many monikers he's got a lot more and we will get into those again before the show is over but right now it is time for neil's six pack and it is brought to you by Arnold Palmer Spike. Go to arnoldpalmerspike.com slash approach to find a retailer near you. Don't forget the approach part. See, it's on the bottom of the screen if you're watching, um, because that's how we get credit and we get paid. Uh, <laughs> also, the stuff is really good. It's the perfect blend of iced tea, lemonade, and 5% ABV. That's why it's so good. Yeah, Jeff Tracy, we have a six-pack of questions for you. We're going to fire them off. First thing that comes to mind, all right? All right. Sounds good. Question one, Jeff, with all of the things you do, what is the one thing you can't live without on a daily basis? Cooking. Hmm. Man is is intense. The man knows exact that's succinct. We should we should have Jeff teach some of our other the guests. That's the answer. <laughs> All right, Jeff, show off. <laughs> the catering genie grants you the opportunity to barbecue for any one person or any one group. Who are you making ribs for? A, a group as far as an organization or just a group of people? A I just group, wanna... an organization, or a single person? You decide. Um, probably uh, like Robert Duvall. And Kevin Cosner and um, maybe Tommy Lee Jones if he's not cranky that day. <laughs> I thought for sure, based on everything we have known about you in the last 30 minutes, that you'd have said some organization, kids, old people. Nope. Three, those, are, those are three completely out of the blue answers. Why those three? Um, well, Kevin, I worked on Kevin's movie, The Postman. I was one of the bad guys in that and uh, got to talk to him a number of times. And, you know, that was cool. Um, Robert Duvall, I just, uh, he really 
kind of came along as an actor in those last Westerns he did. Um, besides Lonesome Dove, of course, that's really what put him on the map. You know, mm-hmm. he did Joe Kidd and stuff like that before. But after that, but he, you know, um, he did several, several Westerns, kind of he called it his trilogy. And Tommy Lee Jones, I just, I liked him as an actor a lot. Uh, I never got to interview him. I just thought he maybe was always, he seemed to be kind of cranky. So maybe if I gave him some good ribs, he wouldn't be cranky. I don't know. <laughs> he certainly, certainly would be in a better mood after some of your ribs, for sure. <laughs> Question three, would you rather be recognized as a great cook or as a great golfer? Oh, hell, it's never going to be a great golfer. I mean, that's, that's not going to work. So it's going to have to be the great cook part. <laughs> All right. Question four. What is your favorite golf word or golf phrase? Can we swear on this show? <laughs> sure. Well, PG-13 swearing. <laughs> okay. I told somebody the other day that I was fluent in two languages. When I drank too much, I spoke Navajo. And when I golfed poorly, I spoke golf. And so, <laughs> you know, that got to kick it out. Um, I, think, I think when you're playing with somebody and you're having a bad day and they finally say, well, he's back, you know, because you finally hit a good shot. And they, he's back like that. I, I, yeah. That kind of. That's kind of might as well just give him the finger or something, you know. <laughs> True. I should add to the question or favorite visual. <laughs> favorite visual. A little hand signal there. You know? there you All right. Question five. You, sir, have been a successful chef, a lifelong golfer, a radio and television personality. Congratulations. You have now won the official approach shot lottery and can do anything you want, but only one thing. What would it be? Play around at Augusta. Well, that would be you know one day and then you'd be done. So you apparently don't have. It's not a lifelong thing that. Well, make a member at Augusta then. If I won the lottery. Oh, there you go, member at Augusta. Yeah, and with the jet to get me back and forth from Portland to Augusta. <laughs> I didn't realize we were giving you the jet, but I guess that would be part of it. Yes. That's going to be in the package, you know, type thing. <laughs> I, right, when, you won the lottery. Clearly, the jet this, is the first thing you get. When did we get this approach shot lottery, though? Why did I hear about this? <laughs> well, I, you know, I I think I sent you an email about it, John, but it must have bounced. It must have. It must, must have. have it's like the last check you sent me. Yeah. That's right. John, you better talk to him after the show today and figure out what's going on there. I'm sorry. <laughs> we must have a bad connection. <laughs> Jeff, question six, and we ask this of everybody who comes on the show because we are the approach shot. In your approach to life, what one rule do you live by? Trying to be nice to other people. Try to be, you know, sincere and be nice to them. Treat them with respect. So that's, I try. I, I, I confess I have not always been able to accomplish that in my life, but it is something that I constantly work on is to try to te- treat people with respect um, and listen to them when they're talking, you know, listen to what they have to say. Very Excellent. Cool. Very nice. Yeah. Jeff Tracy, Cowboy Cook, you are off the hot seat. Well done, sir. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. You think the ribs were the only thing that were getting heated today. <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least I don't have to go get my tux, you know, like that. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> had, a, had a real quick, when I was living in Atlanta, I did a favor for an older gentleman. I was uh, working with a, a, a electronics company, and he had a problem with an installation at his home. So I went over, and I basically I taught him how to use the remotes. Sure. And Because uh, he was old and didn't get them. And he he was thanking me as we walked back out to my car and he saw my golf clubs in the back and he said, you play golf. And I said, yeah. And he said, well, listen, you've been such a help. You need to come play golf with me at my club. And I was like, yeah, great. Where do you, where's your club? He said, Augusta national. (laughs) And I went, no, no, because I I paid, I played so badly. I, they, I, I did not want to, 
I, I couldn't. I couldn't do the game I had at that time at that place. I just wouldn't have felt right about it. So, so when when we do the six pack of questions for you, I don't have to ask your biggest regret. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, actually, you know me well enough to know that's not my biggest. That's true. <laughs> Getting, doing this show with me is the biggest. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jeff. Yes, Jeff. How about some shameless self promotion? How do people find you? And and uh, we've talked about it a bit, but let's hear it out. Let's hear you tell them. Well, it, it's. It's pretty simple um, because I do have several websites. If they, if you just want to email me, it's just info at thecowboycook.com. Your graphic here, you need to put T-H-E before the Cowboy Cook. Um, He's the one that got our V. Because <laughs> we don't have a V for the approach shot. Oh, that's true. We, we don't. The v. Yeah, got to put the V in there, but just the or thecowboycook.com. And just info at, or you can send it to me directly, Jeff at thecowboycook.com. And they, those all come directly to me, and I try to answer every one of them. Um, but you've got the cowboycook.com website, you've got grillingatthegreen.net, and you've got barbecue nation JT, no slash, no hyphen, no nothing, just barbecue nation JT.com. And all of those, if you send emails, will come into my office. They go to other people's too, but I look at every one of them. So. Um, and you know, if you're asking me if I can achieve world peace through barbecue, I usually say no, but, uh, other than that, I'll try to answer every question. <laughs> and what if people want to hear the show, the, the shows, um, you can, you can go on. Well, the, the, I can't give you the list of stations cause I don't know them all off the top of my head, Sure. but the podcast versions, which are just the shows basically without the commercial. Um, you can go to any of your platforms. We're on 33 different platforms or 35 or something. I, a lot, a lot. But if you want to go to Captivate or SoundCloud or the Apple stuff, uh, you know, iTunes, any of that, you can find Barbecue Nation. This is BBQ Nation. There's another show out there that kind of coattailed off me and used part of our name and their title, but the rich, the real show is barbecue nation. Um, and you can find them there and they're all over the place. So and the same with grilling at the green and there, it's all on the same platform. So, uh, and, and you can, you can turn into, uh, uh, AM 860, the answer and stream at the shows there here in Portland on Saturday afternoon, Pacific time from, they go from two to five. And you can stream them if you want to listen to that, if you want to listen to all the commercials, too. I don't know too many people that want to do that, but it's possible. So it's, it's, we're pretty easy to find out there. Very cool. Yeah. Jeff Tracy, thank you so much. Thank you for having me on the show. I've had a really good time with it. I'm glad. Next time you're going to have to cook. I, you know what? We can do that because um, we are. I will tell you this about golf guys we're we're gonna film starting next month some uh golf cooking segments that will be on uh and i'm working with ryan balangy over at golf uh, newsnet and it'll be on hulu amazon and apple tv wow so, so we'll have um uh just me kind of fine-tuning some stuff for golfers because when golfers come back from the course they don't have a lot of time and they're tired or sure whatever but these will be quick things that you can grill up and have some fun with if you're going to have the guys over or you, you know couples or whatever it'll be good so we're gonna we're gonna finally be filming some of those next month and we'll get them out there a little later this fall fantastic well i'll yeah. tell you what s send us a segment or two and we'll run it here you got it it's not a problem I'll always be willing to, i won't give you any golf tips because that's yeah but I'll give you all the roofing We heard. <laughs> we heard, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't have taken them anyhow. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good. And you're wise to say that, John. You're wise to say that. I, I have never wanted to leave an interview more than I want to leave now because I'm dying. I'm dying. I got to go get some barbecue. It, it's time to eat. I, I was, I have a, I have a, uh, I'm Eastern time. I have a five o'clock appointment at a restaurant. So there you go. There you go. I'm out of here. What's yeah. the answer? You're going to have a salad. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Tracy, thank you so much for spending time with us here on the Info Shop. Thank you.
Thank you. Got it. Thanks, Josh. Thanks, Neil. I appreciate it. Hey, it's Neil, and with cooler weather here, you may be playing even more golf. So it's even more important to keep properly hydrated since you don't sweat as much in cooler weather. Here's what I do. I mix one stick of liquid IV in some water and hydrate faster and more efficiently than drinking water alone. In fact, mixing liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates your body the same as if you were drinking 48 ounces. And who wants to drink 48 ounces of water? Not only that, but liquid IV tastes great with flavors like strawberry, lemon, lime, and my favorite, watermelon. Try incorporating liquid IV in your daily routine, like first thing in the morning or before a workout. It makes for a great hangover cure, too. Just saying, John. Grab some liquid IV in choice of flavors nationwide at Walmart, or get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code APPROACH at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order and start getting better hydration today at liquidiv.com. But you have to use the promo code APPROACH to get the 25% off. liquidiv.com. Make your water work harder. My mouth is watering. Mm-hmm. It's raining. It's raining cats and dogs outside. But I have an umbrella, and I'm firing up the grill. Very nice. Yeah. He's got me psyched. He's really good at what he does. And and the interesting thing is that if you go to his website, which is thecowboycook.com, which we went over, it's not just about steaks and ribs. There's appetizers on there that are easy to cook. There's He has some seafood recipes. He even has some salad recipes and dessert recipes. And they're great. And they're easy for guys like us who are know our way around the kitchen, but we're hardly the galloping gourmet, right? <laughs> um, well, those things are great. And I am going to try those. But if he's got a way for me to improve how I make ribs, let's mm-hmm. stop there. Mm-hmm. I'm good with that. Yeah. Because there's no time that I've ever said, let's make ribs, where... Anyone in my family, direct or indirect family, said, "Nah, let's have salmon instead." <laughs> I love salmon, but if you, but if it's up there with, if it's ribs or salmon, <laughs> no choice. Yep, yeah. Maybe we can go get some of his uh, his recipes in the and and try them out with the uh, the wild Alaskan seafood. I got a bunch of that still in the freezer. I've got it. You can send as much of that my way as you want to, because that stuff was still the best salmon I've ever had. I did the thing that radio people never do. I said, I don't care if they're advertising with me or not. The stuff's delicious. I'm buying some. I'm sorry. I I don't, I don't understand the words that came out of your mouth just then. (laughs) And salmon is good, especially if you use my patented bourbon barbecue glaze recipe. Mm. I was going to share it with him, but I figured no. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he's got enough going on. <laughs> he's got one of his own that's better. Right. <laughs> so, all right, we've got a lot of great stuff in the can on the way. So we would uh, ask you very nicely so that you don't forget about us. Why don't you right now, while you're thinking, or as we used to say in the TV commercials, do it before midnight tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Go somewhere, your favorite podcast place, and just subscribe to this. Mix. Yeah. Okay, we'd appreciate it. You know, what's really fun, John, is that that I'll go to the places that you and I track our listeners. And, and it's very, it's a lot of fun for me to look at the downloads that we've had this past week. And we had people that were listening to uh, Tony Casillas show. We had people listening to the original Ken Harvey show. We've had people go all the way back to the very first show with Joey Greco that were listening this week. So we love when you go back and listen to some of the original shows when we were clearly funnier and much younger. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, much younger, at least. <laughs> definitely that part. Um, and don't forget, you can always go to approachshot.net, not the approachshot.net, yes. because as we've bemoaned many times someone stole the the so go to approachshot.net subscribe and uh you can listen there but um also feel free to go to apple or any of the places that you would download a podcast listen to one of the previous shows uh, we've got a, we've had a just a, a wonderful group of guests along the way we certainly have all of whom or many of whom or most of whom have some sort of a love-hate relationship with golf mm. as as do we all because it's a game that we love and hate simultaneously. But when you're out there and you think to yourself, I love this game or I hate this game, keep in mind that the same people invented golf and called it a game, then invented bagpipes and called it music. And I have some sad news this week. We had to say goodbye to my dog, Barley, um, two days ago. He was just having troubles. And so we had to say goodbye to him. And it made me realize 
even more so that every day life is a gift. Go open it. You've been listening to The Approach Shot with the Weekend Golf Guys. If you like this week's episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you download your podcasts. And find us on the web at ApproachShot.net. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. You only want what's best for your baby. And so does BJ's. BJ's offers a variety of baby products that will take you from playtime to bath time to bedtime and beyond. Shop now through September 24th at BJ's for $3 off Johnson's, Aveeno, or Desitin baby products. Only the best will do when it comes to caring for your little ones and for parents, too. Give your baby that special care and save big at BJ's.